Welcome to Sheer Clarity, the show that will teach you about leadership by attraction, building self-awareness, and how to develop exceptional self-management abilities that will help you become more reflective, more open, more trusting, and more engaging with the people who matter to you most. In other words, make you a better leader. Head on over to SheerClarity.com where you can learn more, subscribe to the show for free, and connect on social media. And now, here's your host, Jay Kevin McHugh. Greetings, everyone. Jay Kevin McHugh, your host for Sheer Clarity. I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving. It was an amazing holiday for us. Matthew, how did yours go? Did you eat too much? I try to stuff myself silly, and it happens every year. I usually fill up on all the appetizers, and so when we sit down for the main event, I'm already full. (laughs) And so then I just hurt myself because I don't want to miss out on the really good food either. (laughs) Well, we usually cook enough if we have 10 people, according to my wife's math. We must have at least enough food for 10,000. We definitely have a similar calculation. We'll go through a box of quarts and gallon-sized baggies every Thanksgiving because people are getting loaded up with stuff to take. <laughs> it's too late now, but you should have bought stock in you know, Ziploc containers and, right. and exactly Tupperware. Right. Yeah, those always disappear oh to never return again. I know. The Tupperware is all gone. It's out. The question is, will it come back? No, absolutely not, which is why <laughs> you're going to have to go out and buy some like- more or get some for the holidays, right? I actually like every once in a while to go reach for some Tupperware and go, wow, I've never seen this particular Tupperware. <laughs> I don't think it's ours, but yeah, we're going to use, we're gonna use it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my God. Well, listen, we just talked at the end of that episode. I think we stumbled upon this idea of talking about forgiveness. And, oh, listeners, I hope that if you're out there and you had a less than happy Thanksgiving because personalities can clash and challenges can occur, that's life in the big city of a family. So what are you going to do? Somebody burnt the stuffing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or somebody offended somebody. Oh, my goodness. In, In the end, I've had my share of Thanksgivings where I've seen, you know, a little flare up between two family members, right? They're really difficult and they're really challenging and they kind of leave a poopy feeling in the room. So I think we could talk about Thanksgiving forgiveness quite nicely. It's a great segue. It really is a great segue. I mean, if I start, maybe I'll just start with it this way. You know, Generally speaking, I think forgiveness is best described as you're making a very conscious and very deliberate decision to let go of your feelings of resentment, to let go of the need to extract vengeance on someone or some group that's harmed you. And here's the real powerful part of this. The deliberate conscious decision to let go of these resentments and anger and frustration and spirit of getting back, regardless of whether the offender actually deserves it. I'm just going to let that sink in for a minute. I'm talking about you forgiving and letting go, even though there was in fact a legitimate harm caused. And I hear a lot of people are holding on to their anger because there's a big black robe judge inside of them is part of the vengeance group that's running your life. And they are just bound and determined to extract 
some kind of an apology or distract some kind of ownership. Somebody who's done the offending must pay for their crime. And so I'm not doing any forgiveness until I get that. And that's not what forgiveness is. That's not what it is. See, I have an interesting way of looking at this. I give everybody lots of chances, probably too many, until I can't anymore. And then I don't necessarily even seek forgiveness. I usually just say, eh, I'm done. Like, I'm not angry usually about it, but I'm just done. I don't think you're obligated is part of forgiveness to stay in a connection that continues to produce pain. That wouldn't make sense. If there's an offender who doesn't even own any part of their offending and doesn't own their role in the situation, I think you can do forgiveness and you do it from your own heart. Like, yeah, they hurt me. And yeah, they should be punished for being so egregiously bad or whatever. But I'm going to let it go. And at the same time, you also have a right to say, but I'm not going to continue to stay in a situation that continues to create the offense. I don't want to get in a loop. So I think that's what I heard you say. I got a long fuse or Matthew, you have a long fuse and you're an optimist about people and you give people, you know, a break. I think we might have talked about that a while ago or a couple of episodes when we did your personality profile, right? That you are an, an inherently peacemaking kind of guy and harmony is how you roll. And you'll go out of your way to make sure other people's are accommodated and supported and happy, which is what makes you a great producer. And for a thousand other reasons, are great producers. But one of them is you are extremely conscientious about taking good care of me as a client. So back to this forgiveness thing, that doesn't mean you would need to stay in the relationship to get more punishment. And so as you described it, I can forgive up to a point, and then I might have to disengage. So, but you see the distinction? You can forgive, and then you have to move on, and you may disconnect from the source of the offense. In a relationship that's going to stand the test of time, there better be reciprocal forgiveness on a regular basis because two humans are going to piss each other off eventually. So, let's just get this clear. So, it's a conscious decision to sort of let go of your anger or resentment towards this other person, right? And it has no regard for what they did. Maybe they were 100% wrong, but it's okay because you're saying, it's okay. I will let this go. I'll forgive them. Okay. But it doesn't mean that you're going to gloss over, deny whatever seriousness the offense was against you. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to forget it. If you've ever heard that terminology, forgive and forget, I don't think so. Forgive. Yes, but you may not forget. You may not condone and you may not excuse the offenses. I think the forgiveness part can help repair a damaged relationship, right? But it doesn't necessarily obligate you to reconcile with a person who harms you or release them from any legal accountability. Technically, they're wrong. And if you think about it for a moment, this forgiveness piece and this letting go of your anger and your resentment takes something that I'd like to call grace, and here's how I heard it defined one time. Grace is the forgiveness about somebody doing something wrong, and they are actually going to be forgiven to the point where they may not have to even pay for their crime. For example, I remember hearing this analogy once, you know, if I'm backing my car out of your driveway and I bump 
your fence post at the end of the driveway. I knock it over and it's gone and I'm very apologetic and I'm going to pay for it, right? I did it. And the person who owns the house and the fence goes, no, you are not. Don't worry. Forget it. It's okay. I got it. Now, when that's done and I receive that act of forgiveness from them and I drive away and it's all done and what a beautiful, wonderful thing they did for me, there is still a cost that will be paid to repair the fence. This time it's simply going to be paid by the forgiver. The repair had a cost. You, by the grace of this person whose fence you knocked over, has given you a gift. You did the crime, but you didn't have to serve the time. You were forgiven, and by grace, you not only were forgiven for the wrong you did, you didn't even have to pay for it. This is where we can talk about any kind of a spiritual paradigm or higher power paradigm at some point. We may have touched on it in other episodes, but I'm not sure a human, just by their pure human willpower alone, has that kind of grace. I think sometimes they have to call on a higher power to have some help to transform them into a place where I can really, truly let it go. Not only let it go, but I'll actually pay the cost. I'll assume the cost and don't worry about it. So the other thing that forgiveness is important for yourself, like it should bring you as the forgiver some kind of peace of mind or freedom from the corrosiveness of resentments that are being held. When you hang on to anger and it's burning inside and you have not found a way to get rid of it or let it go, it just stays in there and it gets corrosive and it gets damaging. I have a thousand variations of this. But I have one now where I have a client where there's some transition going on between two sort of customer account representatives who are, um, you know, transitioning and they have different styles. The person who's losing the accounts really needs to because they're overwhelmed and overloaded. And yet at the same time, they have an attachment to them. But they definitely had a relationship with the accounts and they definitely had a pride of ownership and a pride of work and the account people in the client side, they love them. And so there's a lot going on with that relationship and to let it go into the hands of somebody else, it's pretty significant. Well, guess what can happen? Even though you agree it conceptually it's a good idea to transition account, maybe you don't want to. Maybe you're afraid, maybe you're holding on to it because, you know, you're worried about getting another one or what have you. All right, that's all happening inside of you. Now, introduce this other entity, this other person in the equation who is the person receiving the new accounts. What if they have a totally different idea about how to handle it? What if they have a totally different workflow? What if they have a totally different work style, right? The potential for the two people to have a conflict is already built in right now. Boom, there it is. And before you know it, instead of this lovely, collaborative, mutually supporting and respectful transition, emotions have gotten aroused and the two people who were normally going to work together have now separated. They are disconnected. They don't respect the other's style. They don't appreciate the other approach. And who knows? There's a million possible things that are kind of going on there, right? And the anger that one or the other in the cases that I've worked in, it's usually present in both. Two people are angry simultaneously with each other about something. I mean, you've had it in your relationship. Somebody's got to move first. Somebody has to start the process of getting rid of this anger because if you continue to hold on to it and point your fingers, it will corrode you. 
I don't know that it necessarily requires, right, that your forgiveness has to convert and automatically turn into some super positive feelings towards the other person, right? If we define forgiveness as, yeah, I forgive you for your offense and your harm, and now I love you again, I think we have to disconnect them. I think I want to forgive because I don't want to hang on to my anger. I don't want it doing to me what I know it does to me. But what I'm essentially doing is I'm letting go of my deeply held negative feelings. But I don't necessarily have to replace them with some false or phony sense of positive feelings towards the person who created the offense. I can remain neutral, right? But what I'm saying is I can recognize the pain and the anger that I have and how I've suffered with it, but I'm going to let it go in an act of forgiveness because I don't want that pain defining me. I don't want that pain carrying over into other parts of my life. But I can do it up to that point, and that by itself is therapeutic and valuable. I'm detaching it from necessarily having to be positive or in connection. I can just stay in a neutral zone. But this act of forgiveness becomes very, very powerful to let go of the corrosive nature of the resentments and angers, to let them go. And by the way, this not only has a category towards another person, I have some clients who need to forgive themselves. That's probably the hardest one. The effect on someone, right, of what it means to forgive yourself, it's difficult, right? Because you're talking about feelings of goodwill and forgiveness turned into yourself. You know, Brene Brown's work that we've referenced a number of times has talked about the power of shame and the vulnerability that is associated with it. And in the end, this idea of forgiving the self, it becomes extremely powerful. And some people will hang on their belief about their failure and their missed opportunity or the wrong that they did. They simply can't let go and forgive themselves. For some reason, it's doing something for them. They may not see or they may not understand. But typically... The things that are generating this need to forgive yourself are the things like denial and guilt and shame. And that's the early part. Like, I've screwed up. I made an epic mistake. And the feelings of it are horrific, right? I mean, I'll stop for a second here. Have you ever gone into that spot? I mean, I think every listener who's listening here knows a time when they actually did something that was not cool. They made a mistake, they treated someone poorly, and you know it. And what's that feeling in the pit of your stomach? Massive guilt, anger, sadness, disappointment. Do I need to go on? (laughs) No, you don't. You don't. And it's tough to fight those. And you've heard of people beating themselves up. I'm beating myself up. I'm beating myself up. But like, what is that? Where does that come from? Why do we do that? What is it about it that makes us hang on and not forgive ourselves? I don't know if I have an immediate answer, but you're on the other end there listening to this. What do you think it is? I'm not sure why or what it is. I just know it's hard. And it's probably because when you go and ask forgiveness of someone else, there is another party to respond Either they're going to grant you that forgiveness or they're not. And if they grant you that forgiveness, great. You've got that 
affirmation, you've gotten something in response. And if they don't, well, again, you can say, at least I tried. When it's just you, it's so hard to see it from that other viewpoint because you're clouded by all those feelings that I just talked about that you can't accept that forgiveness from yourself. And certainly if you're going to reject it, right, like that's not going to do you any good. So it's just so hard to get out of your head that it's okay, that you made a mistake and you can move on from it. And strong people are able to do it really well. And I suppose people who have been making a lot of mistakes can do it well, but it is hard to reaffirm yourself when you've put yourself in such a low spot introspectively. As you're talking, you're actually helping something crystallize in my mind. So if we think of interpersonal forgiveness, it's me forgiving towards another person. One of the characteristics that we talked about earlier in the podcast was that it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to excuse whatever behavior happened, right? Like they still might have been wrong. And there's not a reconciliation with the creation of the offense is not necessarily a requirement of the forgiveness of them. I mean, you mentioned, you know, there are people that I've given a lot of leeway to and they continue to poke me in the eye. I forgave them a dozen times and then they, you know, poke me in the eye again. Guess what? I'm done. This is not a relationship worth my time. It's always painful. And so I forgive them and I'm moving on because I don't want to hang on to my annoyance and anger with them, but I'm not going to reconcile and try to be in a relationship with them. In self-forgiveness, I think that's different because you do have to reconcile with yourself. You're not leaving yourself. You can't detach from yourself. So forgiving yourself is also, I believe, requires something different from forgiving another person. And that is the idea that I must be reconciled to myself. I must remain in relationship with myself. So when I have all these negative thoughts and feelings and all those things towards another person, right, and then I can let it go and I can step out of the way, that's one thing. But when I have all those negative feelings towards myself and I need to let myself go and I need to talk through and forgive myself, I'm human, I make errors, I've apologized for what I've done, but I still feel guilty, I still feel shame, right? I actually still have work to do as part of this self-forgiveness, and that is to be okay with myself. I do have to reconcile with me so I can be integrated and whole again. Does that make sense? Am I doing a good distinction here? Yeah, I think you are. I think you're crystallizing it very nicely. And so let's kind of maybe put a bow on this, right? Thanksgiving is over. We're moving on. We got more activity to create to screw each other up. Because, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. <laughs> the next holiday is coming. It's here before we know it. <laughs> yeah. So if you are in need of forgiveness, oh, we didn't talk about this, but I'll mention it now. Don't be afraid to ask for it. If you've done something and you know it, I will ask if I can be forgiven. But if you are in that mood of hanging on to anger and resentments towards anybody or anything, give some great thought to the idea of letting it go. Letting go of your anger, letting go of your resentment, it's not helping you. It's not making you useful to other people who you are in connection with. And that kind of forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean you have to let go of the fact that transgression was committed. So practice forgiveness for your own sake, for your own health, for your own release from anger. And if you're in the self-forgiveness category and you're carrying shame and guilt and you get to wrap your arms around yourself 
And not only from the standpoint of saying, I am human, I made a mistake, I did what I could to apologize for it, but now my shame is hanging on to me. I agree with myself that I should forgive myself and I should move on. I want to move on. I'm going to take me with me. And so not only am I forgiving myself and whatever pain I may have caused to myself and to others, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let go of the shame and the guilt and the anger. And I'm going to wrap my arms around myself and say, I still love you. You are with me. I am me. I'm integrated. I'm whole. And I deserve to be in connection with myself in a state of love, free from this kind of shame. Okay, we just finished the episode on forgiveness. <laughs> well, I forgive myself for maybe a rugged ending. <laughs> no, no forgiveness is needed there. We forgive all of you. No, no, that's not true. What <laughs> if you haven't listened to the first 25 episodes, we forgive you, but we implore you to go you. back and listen. <laughs> but as always, we thank you with true gratitude for checking us out here on Sheer Clarity. Checking us out on the website, shareclarity.com, listening to the podcast on Apple and Google and Spotify or wherever you like to listen to your podcast. And we would love to hear from you, your lessons from getting and granting forgiveness and the lessons you have learned and the struggles you have had with it. You can always email us, kevin at shareclarity.com, or just go right to the website, shareclarity.com, in the form there on the bottom of the page. Let us know what you're thinking. Give us some feedback. And as always, we will be here next week with another great episode to give you the skills to make you a successful leader by attraction. He's Jay Kevin McHugh. I'm Matthew Passy, And thanks for checking us out here on Sheer Clarity. Bada boom, bada boom, bada boom. <laughs> <laughs>